Hey, everybody. Professor here. Before we get started with today's show, we want to tell you about our friends at Pick a Jam. Pick a Jam is an interactive music card game that lets you be the DJ. Say you're sitting around with your friends at a kickback, at a party, or even in the car on a road trip, and you want to play some music to really get the conversation and, and, and get things moving between you and your buddies or your family. Nothing like Pick a Jam to get that started. What you do is you pick a card, you look at the card, you read what's on the card. And you play a song associated with what the card tells you to say. So let, let's look at the card real quick. It says, you never get tired of. So this would be a song that I would never get tired of. And a song that I never get tired of is Shawn Michaels' theme song. Because I think I'm cute and I know I'm sexy. But there's so many different songs, interest themes that would go along with the prompts on the card. Which is why Pick a Jam is one of my favorite games to play with my friends and my family. So if you go to the link tree in my bio on my social medias and all of that stuff. If you go there and you click and you go to pickajam.com, right? You put in the promo code be great, you'll get 10% off your purchase and free shipping. And we're basically giving it away at that point, man. It is a great game. It's awesome to play with your friends and family. Pick a jam is an official sponsor of the pay window with Profit Sloan and we urge you to go and check them out. Now enjoy the show. Tonight a roundtable discussion on a match that people are calling match of the year until Mox and Omega have their cage match on Dynamite. We're talking Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. Let's let's throw some envelope, folks. I'm going to get letters. Welcome to your pay window. My name is Professor Dick Harrison. You can find me on social media at Mr. Professor 318. Uh, we appreciate you guys for joining us in whatever way that you're joining us right now, either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube right now, thank you so much. Uh, however you're ingesting this show, we appreciate oh. you ingesting this show. You know what I mean. Uh, and uh, thanks to our sponsors, Pick a Jam. Love the fellas over at Pick a Jam, the interactive music card game. And let the cards be the DJ. We will play Pick a Jam with our friends here in just a second because we have a brand new edition of Pick a Jam to play tonight. So that should be pretty fun. But of course, can't do this without the, uh, the, 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 what is this? Lee to my Carter. Sloan Kettering, aka Susio Sloan 217 on all social media platforms please go follow him on tiktok because he's going to go insane if he doesn't get to a thousand followers soon uh slow 682 682 that's awesome you know, and don't forget like, uh, boys like at over a thousand on instagram i know we're trying we're trying to get you there we uh i put you in a few of my stories this week you know that, was that, pump that got me to 61 thank you i appreciate it <laughs> I'm out here trying. I'm out here trying. Yeah, I got a thousand followers in like two days on Instagram. It was crazy. I think it's yeah, think it brother. Was, yeah, brother. It was it was us. It was us over here at Susio Boys. Yeah, that's what it is. That that's what's causing that growth. Uh, so <laughs> Sloan, how are you tonight, my friend? I'm well. I'm well. Uh, by the time you people hear this, I'll be a, a college graduate. Currently on the way to my graduation. Now we got stuck in Dallas, so. Uh, 
if you're watching, I'm in a hotel uh, with this gorgeous orange back background and this beautiful lighting. So you look like you're about to head to a key party in the seventies. Yeah, you know, uh, we're 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 fine that we have shelter. You know, yeah, we, we like that we have shelter. You know, I I I tell you, being out on the road like that and having to find shelter, uh, find a pl- you know, finding roof, it can be difficult at times. But you know, the path that you're on right now, heading to your graduation, is something to be commended and something uh, that you should be proud of. And I am proud of you, man. Like, uh, it's 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 hard go out there and get your degree especially like later in life yeah, so being a non-traditional student is yeah non-trad is tough it's real tough yeah i tried to jump back in and take four classes and i was like yo what, is, what am i doing i haven't been in school in 20 years uh go back to one go 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 do two classes you'll be okay one or two is fine you know do it one or two you'll be fine that's a, that's a killer man but i i have to say that i am impressed and i'm proud and uh, kudos to you. Congratulations. Uh, make sure you go and follow my boy Sloan. I'm sure all of like the, the Cash App Venmo options are oh, yeah. on his oh, yeah. You, 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 you said it's right there. And uh, Susio Sloan 217. You can uh-huh. donate to my, my graduation for us. Uh, okay. You can also uh, buy my t shirt once I get it printed. It's called Educated and Inebriated. Uh, that's going on sale soon. So be on, be on the lookout for that. Go get the t shirt, folks. All of the things. All of the things for Sloan. Usually we talk a little bit longer, but we got so many people coming on because this is a legit roundtable discussion that we're having tonight. Got so many people coming on that we're going to go ahead and introduce our guests first. Uh, you may like there are other Jermaines out there. There's Jermaine Jackson, uh, some other Jermaines, but this is the Jermaine. You've heard him on the Sucio Boys podcast before. Uh, you've seen him on the Twitter, uh, getting me in trouble with my wife. It is our boy Jermaine. Jermaine, how are you this evening, sir? Hey, like I tell people at my shoot job, I just work here. I didn't get nobody in trouble. I just work here. We working or we shoot? (laughs) Hey, (laughs) nah, man. It was it was it was funny though because I didn't mean to get Professor in trouble. I just happened to. Yes, you did. Don't get him in trouble. Don't. That's normally how it goes when your boys get you in trouble. It's like I didn't mean to, but I did it. You absolutely, I, it, but 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 it's like I tell all my friends: Look, if you're in trouble or something, just blame me. Say it was Jermaine's fault, or I was with him, and and I, I got you back. Normally, uh, normally I used to do that. I used to do that uh, before I got married. Then it's like, don't use my name because you're gonna mess up my house. No, well, you know, I'm divorced and single. Oh, so they already messed up your house. It is somebody yeah. that. <laughs> so uh, that's another part- topic for another podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about that when you come back on the Susio Boys. Yeah, uh, we, 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 trust me, we got yeah. The divorce <laughs> podcast is coming later. We ain't talk about that right now. Uh, coming up next, uh, our next two guests. As a matter of fact, you can see them regularly over on TikTok on the Dad Three One Six podcast. Uh, Dad Three Sixteen and Faith. Are joining us tonight dad how are you sir what's going on gentlemen how are you you are great and there is our dearest faith right there hello my dear how are you hello i'm fine thank you well you know we're here to talk about damian priest versus bad bunny at wwe backlash 
which a lot of people are looking at this match as um, possibly match of the year so far. Now, it is just May, so we still got a lot of time to go. And like I said in the open, even though Sloan got real close to the camera and looked at me like I was crazy, you know there are going to be people who are calling uh, Moxley Omega match of the year after dynamite on wednesday so with you know by the time this podcast comes out on thursday who knows we gonna see uh maybe they will maybe they won't we, we will find out uh speaking of will shout out to my boy will washington for getting that job with aew congratulations to my boy we are very proud of will shout out to will, shout out to will. big up will big up will. and will if you listen to the podcast right big now faith gigantic fan fan of Wardlow. So if you could like hook that up, yes. uh that would be uh awesome. Uh I'm sure she will pay you handsomely. So just a date. Just one date. Just won't I have date. a question. What are female yeah. fans of Wardlow called? Uh we're not gonna say that on this podcast because you know what I'll say. I'll, I'll no, heard I'll, what they call I'll, I'll I'm asking. not one though. I don't know. I don't I'm know. not one. Asking. We don't say I'm the, a Ward mommy. They're they're called Wardlow fans. I'm a ward mommy though. I'm not called a catch me out after the show. Catch me out. You know I can't say that during the podcast, but uh, even though I said it before the podcast. So look, before we get into the match itself, and before we play a little game, I like to call pick a jam where you let the cards be okay. Um so this whole PLE had a different vibe to it. It was live from Puerto Rico. Um, the fans came out in droves, which, you know, fan bases and crowds outside of the lower 48, because we, you know, Puerto Rico isn't a U.S. territory. So we can't say it was a pay-per-view or PLE, excuse me, outside of the U.S. because the U.S. territory. But we can talk about how that crowd is different from a crowd in the in the lower 48. You know what I'm saying? How crowds like Puerto Rico, uh, the crowds they had on the European stint uh, a couple weeks ago uh, in Birmingham and uh, Manchester and Paris, especially where they sang uh, Seth Rollins theme for like 10 minutes straight while he stood in the ring. It's just. That that is just a feeling unlike any other, and it was a great experience watching this PLE. So my question to each one of you is: outside of all of the events that happened during the Bad Bunny Damian Priest match, so excluding Carlito, Savio Vega, LWO, all of that stuff, what was your favorite moment during the PLE during WWE Backlash that really just resonated with you? Well, and I'll start with you, sir. I'll go with all of the uh, Latinx representation. That was one thing that I held on to very, very strongly. I was proud of them for finally putting some of their Latin talent on display. Um, a lot of people were saying that, uh, what's her name? Zelina Vega should have beat Rhea Ripley, and they are out of their effing mind. If you think that child should have beat her because she was in her home country and she was crying, no, she had absolutely no chance. she shouldn't have even been in the match to, to tell you the truth but they wwe appropriates when needed so of course you're going to a latin country let's put all our latin stars or whatever latin stars we have in the forefront i 
thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, they even let a Latin guy close the show in Cody Rhodes. Um, so that was another bump up, you know, for for the demographic. Stop. Okay. Uh, okay, hold on. Stop. Time out. <clears throat> I understand that we love to mess around with Cody Luth King. I understand that we love to mess around. But he's not Latino. He is. He's Cuban. No, he's not. He is the cigars he sells cigars company. He is not Cuban. Look, he has a Cuban mother, so he's he's Latinx. His mom. Latinx. You know, some some see what you don't understand, and I'll let you know something. In Texas, some of the uh the lighter uh Latinos like to be white passing. And he's white passing, but he's also a Cubano and who speaks fluent Spanish, as you saw in the uh, he does in the um oh, you're in saying the press oh, conference like an imitation of life. And, no, you know, no, no, I'm not saying he's an imitation of life. I'm saying <laughs> Cody Rhodes is for the people. He he looks white. He no, no, looks no, white. No, no, no. He's, he's who Cuban. I am. He looks white. He's Cuban, and he he ended racism. So. He did in racism. He did in racism. I, I mean, that's that's saying, facts. It's video of it. Video oh, of this it. guy. This yeah, guy yeah. deserves a belt. He we deserves ain't. a belt. He, I don't he know which one that he brings to the ring all the time. So there's his belt right there, yeah. bro. He named his daughter Liberty, bro, and he ended racism. You know, her middle name is Justice for All. <laughs> you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Churlish and insubordinate every time. I, be, I bequeath my time on this question. <laughs> I yield my time. I we yield have, my we time. Have a, we have a huge dais, so uh, I, I yield my time. I uh, yield uh, yeah. Jermaine, I, I bequeath yes, my time. You, uh, we heard you. <coughs> time. Jermaine, what, yes, sir. What was your favorite moment of the PLA? I would say, oh, I didn't realize you were coming to me first. I normally like going last so I can give a different answer, but um, I would have to say my favorite moment of the PLE, it had to be just the, the, the crowd itself. I would have to give the crowd itself my my favorite moment because they were into it they were lively i love the fact it, it it's it's the little things like uh my son and i were hanging out and he didn't get to see the match so i was showing him some of the match and i was watching it for like the fourth or fifth time earlier today mm-hmm. and he says oh wow they're counting in spanish and i said well son they're in puerto rico <laughs> you know, like that's their native language, and he he just thought it was really cool that the crowd was reacting the way it was reacting. Now, mind you, we're talking about a twenty-year-old who has been a wrestling fan pretty much all his life, but for the last five, ten years or so, has been more of a casual as opposed to a hardcore fan like he was when he was younger. So, just to see his reaction to the crowd and the crowd reaction of the event that was that was telling for me because i've had other people in similar situations who aren't hardcore fans of wrestling 
talk about the crowd. They hear the crowd and they see the clips and they say, hey, the crowd was really live or the crowd was really into it. So to see hardcores and casuals have all the same reaction to the crowd itself, I would say the crowd would have to be my favorite moment. That that is a great pick, man. That that was an amazing crowd uh in Puerto Rico for this one. Dad, I'm gonna come to you because I know that Faith has a lot to say. So I'm gonna, Dad, I'm gonna come to you. What is your favorite moment in on the PLE? The drone. The the drone. The drone. That 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 is an excellent choice. I ain't even gonna lie. The drone. I, I'm just I'm I'm still trying to figure out how that drone looked like um, <laughs> it was purchased about six or seven years ago and probably needed a couple upgrades here and there just to match up with the uh, filming quality <laughs> there. But uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but during backlash, when that drone came through, there was a guy who seemed like he might've been standing where he wasn't supposed to be. And Oh man, did it. Like, I mean, it was close <laughs> before it went through the door, but, the drone, man, what a cool uh, new, fresh way to kind of like share that experience and that energy, you know, that was in there. But uh, no, no, all, all the the drone was awesome. But honestly, the energy, the energy in that place was just insane. It tops everything. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It added a lot to the, the the viewing experience. All right, Faith, you've been rolling your eyes ever since we started this conversation. Uh, what? <laughs> what? What was your- I, don't mean, look, I don't mean nothing to buy that. That's just that's just a habit, okay? And half the time I don't even realize I'm rolling my eyes. But um so don't even I mean nothing by that. But. It's, it's fine. <laughs> what what was your favorite moment in the PM? Well the the Bianca EO match, I'ma say the uh the, that match was a, a really great match to me. It let it let it showed me how great EO was in the match because I never really saw her wrestle. I never really saw her wrestle in NXT. So seeing her wrestle Bianca in that match really, really showed me how great she is in the match. And of course, my girl Bianca is great also. And that match to me was the best match of the night for the women. The women. And the, um, the way the crowd was all in on EO surprised me i mean the way they was like all for eo they really surprised me and um yeah the crowd was a a different type of crowd that i witnessed i've never witnessed a crowd like that before and it was awesome absolutely i i will um i will i will echo that uh three things that i really enjoyed about this uh ple one the pop that eo got for doing the splits Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to shout out to the Puerto Rican crowd. You you know what the people like. So that's Puerto what Rican. Puerto Rican. <laughs> like a Puerto Rican in this town. Rican. 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 That's one. That's one. Uh two. I have to give it up for look, man. the The way that Omos is advancing in the ring as a professional wrestler, as a sports entertainer, yeah. want to call him, the way he is advancing, the matches that he's had with Brock, 
the match that he had now with Seth, you see the maturation. You know, people want to say that his that uh, that his matches aren't going to be good. You know, going into the match, you automatically say, "Well, it's going to be terrible." And he's shown you time after time in big matches how much he's grown in the ring. So I have to give it up to Omos for his performance against Seth Rollins, and again for the, at that token <clears throat> performance because to make the match look as good as they did you have to have some give and take from both performers and Seth really helped lead the way in that match uh, and of course you have to uh, look at the bloodline scenario and the interactions between the Usos and Solo and how it looked like Solo was about to take his brother out in the middle of that match, and then Solo ended up winning the match. You can tell that Solo is just sick and tired of these dudes. So that gives you something to look forward to on Friday on SmackDown outside of the two triple threat matches for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, like contendership and going to the match uh, in Jeddah. So it's you had a couple different things develop during this PLE that you know, can really help move WWE forward uh, with the stuff with the bloodline, with Omos, and uh, with uh, EO and her splits. So, <clears throat> because that can definitely move some things forward. Now, <laughs> hopefully it'll move a lot of things. Do not tweet this, Jermaine. Do not tweet this. You go give Look. me a Solo was mad that he almost got his titty taken off, so I would have been upset yes! too. Solo! This is just the... <laughs> <laughs> hey, once, once, once Solo looked at his nipple like five minutes later, he was like, hey, bro, I'm still mad. I'm still mad that you tried to take my nipple off. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know, that's something that him and Cody wrote. <clears throat> you know, the chest. It's no- hey, can I just say something real quick, just subtly, because he's been doing this for the last, like, five or ten minutes? Sure. I don't like Sloan right now, and he knows why. Well, there are a lot of 4K. people right now. 4K he keeps putting that, he keeps putting that Whataburger cup in front of the camera on purpose. Oh, uh, there it is. <coughs> and there it is. You know... He knows <laughs> how much... I, I'm in Texas. I'm in Houston. And he knows how much I love Whataburger. But he also knows Jermaine is not going to go to Whataburger. He's not going to door dash Whataburger right now at this time of night. So if I just subtly just show him this Whataburger cup with this logo and just sit it right in front of the camera, I can really pin the pin needles and screw, mm. screw it to him you know, a little you bit. Think? You know, uh, I have a Whataburger. I don't know if Dad and Faith have uh, Whataburgers. Mm-hmm. Dad does. Faith does not. Uh, North Louisiana. I'm going back this weekend, and there's a Whataburger in Monroe. Oh, I know what exit it is. There's a Whataburger in Monroe, and there's one in Russell. Yes, sir. Uh, mm. one, of, one of them will be had this week. I will, I will have you, Whataburger. I, look at the, the camera, camera. Camera three, push in. I will have you, Whataburger. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to partake sometime soon. Just seeing a, that logo and that cup. I'm telling I'm you, I, I sponsorship letter tomorrow. And they don't I, even sponsor the pod yet. 
Let me get on I the phone. Had, uh, I just had it for the first time um, recently picking up my uh, family from the airport, and Whataburger was right there. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll get the triple burger. Toasted <laughs> on both sides. You got to get it toasted on both sides, kiddo. Hey, I was expecting an overpriced, you know, just. You thought it would be in and out. You thought a handheld, a handheld something. Yes, yes. Yeah, I thought it would be a snack, like just an over three finger burger, a three finger burger. No, Lord, the mammoth that I ended up beholding on it was insane. I couldn't (laughs) believe it. Um, but I finished it. Now, Sloan, you said you know the exit where the water burger is, like in Rustin Monroe in North Louisiana. I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give you a tip, buddy, before you move on to this next thing. If you're ever in North Louisiana and you're passing by the Louisiana Tech exit in Rustin, there's a burger spot called Griff's. Griff's is beating water burger in the head. I'm telling you that. Well, right well now, now I gotta go. I gotta go. Go to Griff's if the if the ice cream machine is working, get a shake. <laughs> that sounds like. That sounds like Desi Vega by my house. Get a shake. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you said this is a Desi Vega in Metairie. I'll be in Metairie Park. All right. Yeah, Uh, it's a Desi Vega. It's a a burger joint. None of these, none of these burger joints sponsor the podcast. None of them. You know who does sponsor? Pick a jam. Pick a jam. Look at look at that segue. I'm a professional. So the. Pick a Jam, interactive music card game that lets the cards be the DJ. They have a brand new edition. It's the Artist Edition, right? Artist-specific edition. So instead of, like, looking at songs, we're looking at artists. Uh, The usual Pick a Jam card game is where you have the songs. You pick a song based off of the prompt on the card. Now you're going to pick an artist and a song based off of the prompt on the card. Love to play with you guys now. We're going to pick a card. And each one of you will be tasked with picking an artist and a song that go along with the prompt on the card. Sloan knows how to play. Jermaine, Dad, and Kate, if you have any questions, please let me know. And if anybody else out there is interested in the, in the game and you'd like to get yourself a deck so you can play with your friends, your family, all of that at the parties and stuff like that, go to pickajam.com, put in the promo code BEGREAT, and you'll get 10% off of your purchase and free shipping. Can't beat that with a back, kids. Now, the card we have picked is an artist or band that references animals. Mm. Artist or All band right. is animals. So if it's an artist that references animal, or if they have a song that references animal. So uh, shout out to Pick a Jam to begin with, because they DM me the other day asking about the promo code for uh, Dr. Dabber. Man, that's coming soon. Uh, my pick would be uh, Alien Ant Farm and I like Smooth Criminal. Look at that. It's the the rock version. It's the rock version of Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal. You're welcome. Look at that guy. You. He's a pro at this. I'd I'd, I'd like to let you know that you've been hit by a Smooth Criminal. (laughs) I thought he left it on the table. I thought he was leaving money on the table. When have you known Sloan to leave anything on the table? (laughs) He ain't leaving that Whataburger on the table. That's for sure. Sure not. An artist or song that references an animal. (sighs) Man. Mm. 
dare I say, the Beastie Boys? I'll accept it. I'll allow it. What Beastie Boys song, though? Sabotage. Sabotage. I can't stand it. I know you planned it. You said it straight this Watergate. Look at you. All right. Dad, an artist or band that references an animal. Is that artist or band or artist or song? Uh, you you if they have a song that references an animal, that that I'll take that. That works because I can't think of the band right now. But I'm thinking animals, and all I got stuck in my head is uh, "Eye of the Tiger." Of course, Survivor with "Eye of the Tiger." Gotta have great. Roy, Roy, Roy. I always think of that whatever that Starbucks that commercial. commercial? <laughs> yeah. Roy. Roy, Roy, Roy. Roy, Roy, Roy. Roy, Roy, Roy. He's the man. Roy's the man. Going to work. Got it dry. Got it. Got it. Maybe. Supervisor. <laughs> Must be a man thing because I'm <laughs> and that is why we co-host this podcast. Hey, that, that right. is also why women live longer. <laughs> because we we be up to all kind of tomfoolery and shenanigans. Chicanery. Chic- chicanery. Chicanery as well. Faith is on you. Oh, it's on me. Yeah, oh, yeah, on uh, Death Leopard. Ooh. And my, I like the song um, Foolin'. That's my jam. That, that's a great Dang. song. So, <clears throat> I'm going to go with the Tiger King, Joe Exotic. I'm going to double down. <laughs> Tiger King, Joe Exotic. I saw Tiger. Do we not do we not remember I saw Tiger? I saw Tiger. Now I'm on the show. Oh my God. I saw Tiger. I, I thought he would I thought you would do like a Carol Baskin song or something like that. Go if okay. Before we get into this match, if you've never heard any of Joe Exotic's songs, spend Five to ten minutes out of your day. Go to Spotify. They're all there. They're all there. Mm-hmm. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Okay. Yeah, from Lion. From from, from, from the, uh, Trust me. Do yourself no. a favor and Yo, invest that five or ten minutes. And go listen no. to some of that music because yeah. remember the songs from when you. Because I remember watching it. And <clears> I was like, first of all, ain't no way in West. You know what? That that's actually that man singing them songs. Ain't no way that's Exotic actually singing the song. But his I'll name. I tell you, my favorite part of Tiger King is when old girl got her arm cut off by the tiger, and he wouldn't put the bomber jacket on. This is the arm, but buddy said, "Wait, let me throw my jacket on." Let you know I'm a bitch. That Yeah, yeah. Let me throw this yes. jacket on. Don't worry yes. about your arm. Yes. But this yes. jacket, though. But yes. this jacket. I'm fire. 
That should be the name uh, of Buttfish Jacket. Buttfish Jacket, though. That's the name of the episode right there. I'm, my, I, I don't know if I can continue. My stomach hurt. All right, oh, but we, we have to press on. Hey, uh, hey, honorable honorable mention, uh, Cold Hearted Snake by Paula Abdul. Bet, bet, just for the music video alone. Bingo, you I'll see the vision. You, yeah. one more, <laughs> the Eagles Hotel California. Ooh. Oh, yes, that's and and in honor of Sloan, the Bears, the Super Bowl shuffle. It's hey. true, but the Hotel California, I played that yesterday, was swinging in my hammock in the backyard. It, it was a lovely place. That's that's called living your best life right there. All right. Yeah. I know the show is getting good, but we want to take a quick time out to tell you about our friends at Pick a Jam. So Pick a Jam is this interactive music card game that lets you be the DJ. You know, it's sometimes when I'm hanging out with my family, family or when I'm chilling with Sloan, it's hard for us to figure out who's going to get control of the stereo, who's going to get control of the music. So we'll pull out a deck of pick a jam, pick a jam right here. All right. So what you do is you take a card and then depending on what's on the card, you play a song that's associated with the prompt. Let's pick a card right now. And it said with a number in the title. Wow. That is uh. Uh, oh, you know I, what I would think of Big E's theme song three and enough, man. I need five. Now we, uh, he doesn't use it anymore, but it's still one of my favorite interest themes ever. And I still play it all the time. And I think it's still available on streaming services. So things like that are, are what really get the conversation started. And you tell stories that go along with it. And I just, kind of told a story right there about how I used to love that theme song and you listen to it all the time still now. And that's how conversations get started. That's how fun gets started between you and your family and friends. And it's all because of Pick a Jam. So if you go to the link in my bios and all of my social medias and stuff in that link tree is a link to the Pick a Jam website, or you could just go to pick a jam dot com you go there you order your deck and if you or if you use the promo code be great all one word you get 10 percent off of your purchase you really can't beat that at all so make sure you go check out our friends at pick a jam an official sponsor of the pay window with profit slow now let's get back to the show so let's go ahead and get into this match which may have been the greatest match of all time between bad bunny and damian priest uh it's not the greatest match of all time but Hyperbole surrounding this match since it happened on Saturday has just been absolutely astronomical. And in some regards, it's rightfully so. It was a wonderful match between Damian Priest and Bad Bunny, executed well by both performers, and it gave you every emotion that you want as a wrestling fan during the match. To me, this is my personal opinion, gave me every emotion that you possibly want during the match. Now, I'm going to describe the match as it happened, going through it. Uh, Last week, our guest didn't even watch the match. So we were describing the match to him in vivid detail. Shout out to... (laughs) Shout shout out out to to Josiah Williams. Josiah was like, I didn't even know I watched the match. So... Did you not listen? Hey, shout out to Josiah. Shout out to Josiah. As the man, that was great, man. And the, his new theme song that he did for uh for Trinity, Trinity. Pack is just absolutely fantastic. So shout out. <clears throat> um, 
Go back and listen to that podcast, that episode, by the way, if you haven't heard it yet. Yeah. You know, uh, Josiah Williams from Wrestling Flow. So good. So, so good. So funny. We had such a good time. Uh, so let's talk about the match. Of course, they did the video package where uh, old Dom got punched in the face by Bad Bunny and then Priest got involved and then all of the back and forth between everybody. And then, of course, Rico on SmackDown on Friday. What is happening? Uh, going into that match on uh, Saturday uh, between Priest and Bad Bunny. Priest comes out first. Uh, decent entrance. You know, I like what they've done with his theme. Uh, the how Judgment Day, when they're away from each other, have their own theme songs and uh, what you know, they're all individuals and they come together, they're a united front, uh, which I think is actually pretty good. Um, then we get to Bad Bunny's entrance. Now, this may not be the greatest match of all time because it's not, but that may be the greatest wrestling entrance of all time, and I'll, I'll, I will stand on that. Might be the greatest wrestling entrance of all time. I'm going to put it to you like this. I've seen people speak hyperbole about this and doing sports media and stuff. You, you oftentimes get be come across people who are victims of prisoners of the moment. Right. I'm, 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 I will, I will say this confidently and I'll stand 10 toes down on this. That was at least bare minimum, a top 10 all time. I'll, 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 I will co-sign that. I will absolutely. I will not accept anything less than that. And if you tell me that is not a top ten all-time entrance, I'll call you a damn fool to your face. I'll co-sign that. I'll co-sign that. I'll, because... I'll co-sign that. I'll, I'll give you that because <laughs> I run to a few Triple H's entrances and a few of Shawn Michaels. Like <laughs> I don't think there never be anything better than him coming down on the zip line. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I don't. I personally don't think it's anything <clears throat> better than that. Even when Logan tried to do it at WrestleMania oh, no, this no, year, massive fail. Uh, no, no way that that came even close for Logan Paul. Uh, but I'll I'll let you know this. Um, I, I don't know how he says the song Shambia or Shambia. Shambia. I don't care. It goes hard. Hey, I don't know half of the no, Duolingo. Right? Duolingo, let me know some of the words. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna put it to you like this. It's if you look at the lyrics in English, because I kind of looked it up. Bad Bunny is like the Puerto Rican version of somebody that one of us may have grown up with. Yeah. And Sloan, you personally know what I'm talking about. Look, um, I love who you're saying, but I'm glad he's under the gym. Oh, it's a hood song. Yeah. Mad Bunny is who like if you look at if he you look at the lyrics of these songs, Shambay, Booker T, like he's, he's hood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Bad Bunny is hood. Yes, bro. Bro, let's 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 call a spade a spade on that one. Don, Faith is looking up the songs as we speak. Uh Dad, <laughs> let's <laughs> <laughs> where where do you rank Bad Bunny's entrance? At WWE Backlash, the top the top ten. I mean, like, yeah, man. I, I get. I you have to, dude. I I don't even know that song, and I'm over here humming it around my house, but I don't know it, right? And, and I rewatched it. I rewatched it earlier today, 
and I'm still humming the darn song. And my wife knows Spanish, and she's like, quit trying. <laughs> and I'm like, but it sounds good, though. Did you hear that crowd? Well, lingo, brother. And you know what's crazy with that one, too, was with that entrance, that crowd, you could hear those those, uh, lyrics as clean as day. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were on the money. There was no bouncing around. It was beautiful. It was an experience for that entrance. It was... Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorites, I think I've seen. And then, of course, the uh, the drone. You know, you talked about the drone. The drone. That one right at the very beginning, because as you hear the crowd like singing the song along with the song, the drone goes out over the crowd, and everybody's bouncing, doing their thing. Don't. The way that they produced it, it just looks, it just looked great, and especially the way that the video screen was right next to him with his name on it. Yeah. As it was the little touches, man. As you know, with my stuff that I do on social media, I'm big on wrestling entrances. That right there was an all-timer because of where he was, who he is, and what was about to happen. It was just, it was just outstanding. Faith, your thoughts? I I just, I mean, I didn't know who Bad Bunny was until he showed up on, um, what was it, WrestleMania a couple years back? I didn't even know who he was then. And then they, you know, he's, you know, seeing him on Backlash last night, or because I've been, I was watching Backlash every, I was watching it ever since um, Saturday. So seeing him again over and over like that, it's like this man is like the top hottest song, top hottest artist around. And I'm like, I'm just finding about this dude like three years ago. But I mean, I mean, the entrance is the, the entrance is re- was really one of the hottest entrances that I am very lucky to be alive to witness because yeah. I don't think I will ever see another entrance that, that good ever again. And another is, and not just the entrance, backlash. That is backlash pay-per-view is, one of the best pay-per-views yet. Because the last backlash that I remember that was really great to me was when um, The Rock beat Triple H, finally. Because I was a big Rock fan back then in 99. And I had to I had to break my neck to go see that pay-per-view because I wanted to see if The Rock was going to beat Triple H. And, but this backlash tops that. And Bad Bunny is a bad dude. <laughs> so, like two things. One, <clears throat> I don't know if people actually realize the long lineage of Backlash as a PLE slash pay per view because Backlash has been around for a while. We get caught up with some of these newer pay per views, you know, and of course, there's always the Big Four, but Backlash outside of the Big Four is one of those standalones that has been, along, been around for a minute. And, uh, you know, it's always <clears throat> a welcome one because it kind of like starts out the new year in WWE to lead up to the next WrestleMania. That's one. Two. I thought it was Great Balls of Fire that did that. Stop it. Two. <laughs> that's not even Roadblock. A- what about Roadblock? Roadblock? I just, well, you I just work here. Get out that. So. This isn't even the theme song that Bad Bunny usually uses in WWE. 
Like up until this point, it had been Booker T. And that's what he had always used to come out to the ring. And then for backlash, it just breaks out because he because he knew the audience. He knew where he was heading into. He knew the kind of reaction that he would get with that song coming out to the ring. And that's exactly what happened. So Bad Bunny, to me, is a guy that gets it. You know, he's great in the ring like Logan Paul is. And Logan Paul also gets it as well. You know, the, Logan Paul is going to have his detractors. <coughs> Safe! He's going to have his detractors and people who don't really like what he does. But and wow. these are two dudes that just get it. They understand professional wrestling. They've studied it for years. They were kids, grew up loving it, coming into the business now. And they're performers. They're entertainers. They know right. exactly what they need to do when they get out there. So it, you know, it means a lot when they do stuff like that. That's why, to me, those two, Bad Bunny especially, are better than guys like Amel and some of these other like uh, actors who come into the business and go out there and try to do their thing. Like, not saying that they aren't talented at what they do because Amel can put on good matches, like, like he can. But Bad Bunny this past weekend showed what kind of emotion he can elicit from a wrestling crowd, not only in person, but also uh, on TV. So I'm, I'm going to go through the match. You guys jump in whenever you want to uh, to talk about certain aspects of the match, anything that you think I may be missing. So, you know, we start out the match. Damien Priest overpowers Bunny. Uh, well, not really at the very beginning, because at the very beginning, he hits Damien Priest with the Michinoku driver, which I was very proud of uh, uh, Michael Cole for actually calling the Michinoku driver correctly because he calls it incorrectly so much. Like, so, as a matter of fact, he called a Falcon Arrow of Michinoku driver like five minutes after that. So it, it's, <laughs> I'm proud of Michael Cole for actually calling, for calling the spade a spade on that one. Well, any, done. any, ar- uh, he, he, arrows and drivers are not his thing. They're not his thing. They're not his thing. It don't matter if it's a broken, no, it's a falcon, a Michinoku, whatever it is. If it's an arrow or a driver, keep it away from my control. <laughs> I want to give, I want to give Bunny his props because he sailed awesomely. Yeah. Like even when Priest put him through the table a couple of weeks ago on um, Raw, I believe. I thought that man was. I thought he was dead, and no, no joke. It looked like how I slam bags of ice in the summer. Yeah, folded <laughs> him up. Before I put it in the cooler, he yeah. folded that kid up, and he sold it. And I'm just like, oh, he's got like it's it's little stuff that I noticed. Like he he cares about the little stuff of wrestling. Yeah, man, it it was something my son and I, I I pointed out to him earlier, and he was saying the same thing. He agreed. He was like, "Yeah, Dad, you're right." Like, he was like, "I I don't remember seeing like people like act like it really hurts them that bad." He was like, "He's really selling the move." Yeah, he even saw it. He's a casual fan, and he noticed it. It, it. You know, it wasn't even on the rewatch earlier. It wasn't just the selling of it. It was the the uh, length of the selling. The mm-hmm. length of the selling was proper. Everything that I was catching mm-hmm. that, I was like, everything. And, and it was beautiful because as the the match went on, it was just a little more, a little more, a little more. And it was like, wow, he is doing great. 
you know, like it, it just looked amazing. Good job on their behalf. He did a really good I, job of doing that, and I, I got to give it to I wasn't because he did the same thing. I wasn't surprised by it, though, because people who normally take one craft very, very seriously, like he does music, normally takes everything they do very, very seriously, and they mm-hmm. don't want to they, they don't want to come up as mediocre, because if you think they're mediocre in the ring, you're going to think they're medi- mediocre on the mic, too, is like, like in their actual realm of things, mm-hmm. if you never knew who the person is, is, like Faith just said, she didn't know who Bunny was until he did the first WrestleMania two years ago. Like, he's the main, like, don't, don't tell my wife, but he's the reason why I learned Spanish, so I can start listening to his music because everybody. He's the reason why I want to learn Spanish. (laughs) Tell him, come on home to do it. Bingo, bingo. I need to holler, hey Dad. I need to holler at your wife so she can teach me some Spanish. Spanish? (laughs) Trust me, she's not doing it yet. I I just downloaded it the other day, the app because of Sloan and one of our homegirls. I I literally just downloaded. I also have some other package or something that I have here at the house. So I, I need to get back on it. But I work with a lot of guys that speak it. So like we just casually talk and they love it when they're laughing at something in Spanish and then I start laughing. And then they look at me strange and they're like, you understand what we're saying? I was like, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> you know, you said the la, la. And yeah. then they're like, oh crap, he really gets it. Can, can you imagine like the the backlash to the backlash like you know after that event and how people talk about it one i hope puerto rico shows up once a year give me puerto rico once a year backlash the puerto rican event make it the puerto rican pay-per-view each year they they deserve it after that backlash every and after that we're excited to see what they do next right so you know, I, I want to see them. I want to see them. And can you imagine how much fun Damian Priest was having with Bad Bunny out there? Like, you just tell he felt at home. You know, Bad Bunny felt comfortable. I could do what I want and I'll be okay. When they talk about how, you know, they prepared for this match together and how they planned out a lot of the stuff that happened. And thank God a lot of this was kept a surprise. I did not expect to see Savio Vega there before the pay-per-view actually happened. I did not expect to see. And by the way, uh, go check out the interview that my boy Tom Campbell from Cultaholic did with Savio Vega about his uh, about the, his return uh, at Backlash and how all of that came to be and how Bad Bunny and Damian Priest reached out to him uh, when they first found out that they were going to be doing the match to see if he would come and participate. And then Carlito showing up to just so, so great. All the way through, uh, so they they really planned that meticulously. I'm gonna hit a couple of like big moments in the match, and uh, you know then we'll try to tie this puppy up in a tight little bow. Uh, we can move ahead to the uh, the big uh, Falcon Arrow from the top of the platform through the table of Bad Bunny. Um, what I really admire about him and Logan Paul. Uh, is their willingness to take the big bump and do the big spots like Logan Paul willing to like do the elbow drop through the table uh, on a regular occasion, you know, whether somebody is there or not Uh, his willingness to like really take those risks and take those chances and bunny willing to do the same thing shows you their commitment to what they're doing. 
and how they're happy to do it. It's not a begrudging thing because they have the veto power. Like you're talking about the possibly the biggest YouTuber in the world or one of the biggest YouTubers in the world. And without question, the most streamed artist in the world, they have the veto power to say, no, I'm not going through a table. Are you insane? I got concerts to do. I just headlined Coachella two days in a row and was at the Met Gala in a backless shirt. How you gonna have me out a here backless suit. in a backless, backless suit? How you gonna have me out here going through tables, bruh? That's not bruh, what he I looked mean. like. He looked like he was gonna take himself on a date. And he was he was a man a, in the front and had his back I, out in the back. Why not? I I I'd take myself out on a date if I was the most streamed artist in the world. Me too. Maybe where you want to go, Sizzler. Let's go. <laughs> the only sizzler they have is in Orlando. And now I'm, I'm we going to, uh, again, dog, most streamed artists dog. in the world. Sizzler is right next. A sizzler in Orlando is right next to a Ponderosa, which is right next to a Shoney's. Which is right what? next to What? Are you serious? Whoa, whoa, pause. You said Are you serious? Stop yeah, And they all work. They all are operational. Okay. I'm telling you, oh, Florida wow. is restaurant go to die. I don't believe you. I'll send you the video. That and you said you I said have Orlando. To find the video. I have right never up. seen. I did not know there was still a Ponderosa around. Boy, Ponderosa, right, Ponderosa, Sizzler, and Shoney's are on the same block, right next. to Wow, <laughs> I heard about the Sizzler, but not the Ponderosa and Shoney's. Oh my god, we didn't have or, or, Orlando. Bonanza was yeah. the same thing though. I'm looking. I'm looking up. I'm looking up travel information. Right Jermaine's about to take a trip. <laughs> right across the street from this hotel. That it's we about to get those miles of travel information. It's like right, it's like right off an international drive. <laughs> I was about to say that there must be a strip club right next to it as well, but that's Tampa, not Orlando. I do. <laughs> uh, no, if you go to Tampa, I know somebody. We talking about Orlando <laughs> and the Ponderosa <laughs> and the Shoney's. We not do it. Oh, I, know, I, know, I know a guy in Orlando too. So I've you, never you, been you to Shoney's, but I've been you to Ponderosa and Sizzler. You, you I lived never, in Florida for six years. No, I've never been to Shoney's. Never. Hey, oh. as a kid, the it's breakfast no. buffet at Shoney's was. We was broke. We wasn't. We wasn't. We wasn't like But we went to Sizzler's though. <laughs> It was it was so it was it was watery a treat. cheese on them eggs. Oh. We don't we don't have Bro, any of that because other than egg, food, that fake ass dirty rice. He going <laughs> that bacon. See West Coast got like, runny eggs and that fake dirty rice and that bacon with a little bit of that runny cheese on there. Oh man, uh, just a just a sprinkle of that cheese. I mean, you got the fresh cut thinking about it. You act like Wait, that. but see, look, you gotta, you gotta get the fresh cut cantaloupe and watermelon from Salad Bar. Okay, we gotta yes, move. We'll be on this. We <laughs> got to move on. Um, moving past the big Falcon Arrow through the table, which was just absolutely insane. Uh, one thing that I love psychology wise was the way that Bad Bunny was working on Priest's leg, and one of my favorite moments of the match is Priest. Uh, like he tried to kick Bunny. Bunny catches his leg. And he does the nice little thing going down to his knee, cracking the leg. And David Priest's like, oh, oh, it's not okay. It's not okay. 
it's not okay. It's not okay. And it's <laughs> like Priest, he sold the crap out of all this stuff that Bunny was doing, which I just found to be absolutely just magnifique. Shout out to Damian Priest, just really selling this stuff and uh, doing his thing. And then we get to a moment where Bad Bunny is pulverizing him with a chair, getting ready to hit him again. And here comes uh, Jailbird himself, Dominic Mysterio, and um, old print pants, uh, Finn Balor. Um, just, just they were all wearing white too. Did y'all re- did y'all um did hey, you notice that they were all wearing I, I white? I did peep that face. I'm glad you pointed that out because I did peep that. Rhea looked great in the white. Oh, yeah, I- she really looked good. Yeah. Yeah, so we uh we get to this point. Here comes Ray Mysterio. Fine. <laughs> re, re, re. Stop it! You're gonna give me in trouble again. You you doing that on purpose? <laughs> um, the, you knew I was gonna fall for that trap, as I've done for like ten years of hey, my life. Uh, it wasn't me this time. <laughs> okay, Shaggy, it wasn't you. Uh, so we have Ray Mysterio come down to put hands on his son again, as he said he wouldn't do, and now he does it every week, seemingly. Uh, and they get to jump on Ray, and now somebody coming to spit in the face of people that don't want to be cool. I Why does not? Why does Carlito not have a WWE contract? Because they do this thing. He came back at the Rumble a couple years ago. Was on yeah. and looked I wanted him back then. I wanted him to come back then. Never saw him again. He came back for that next Raw and just disappeared. Yeah, he looks better than him. On Twitter, like Monday or Sunday, where he was like, arrive, cause trouble, appear one night, and then never be seen again. So he knew what the deal was, but he also knows that the price just went up for his indie bookings, and I know that they absolutely have. Uh, And the promoters are going to pay it, too, because he's hot right now. Um, he comes out there and it reminded me of a story. I was at uh when they had set in when they were still doing when they started doing Saturday night's main event again, and they were in Dallas. Uh, it was the one where DX took on the Spirit Squad in a five-on-two elimination cage match, which was what just the funniest freaking thing. And then that was also the night that Randy Orton became a folk hero by uh RKOing Hulk Hogan on the trunk of a car. It's, shout out to Randy Orton. My man. This was 2008. I, I I believe it was around that time. I mean, 2007, 2008, around that area. Yeah. Um, hey, Carlito had a match on Saturday Night's Main Event that night, and uh, I was a big Carlito fan at the time. And uh, he's walking to the ring, and I yell, I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. And I was so excited that I spit while I was talking. <laughs> as I was saying it. So I literally did <laughs> in the face of somebody who didn't want to be cool because he was not cool about it at all. Uh, so that kind of put, took me that back to that moment. And Carlito just came out. He hadn't missed the beat, man. Dude looks fantastic. Looks like a million dollars. Yeah. And he did his thing. And then they, dra- they draw or drive uh, Judgment Day out of the ring. They go to the middle of the walkway. Uh, I love how uh, Graves is laughing this whole time. The match is still going on. Like, yeah, the, the match is still happening, and this is all a part of it. Uh, so Savio Vega comes out and uh, blocks the entranceway and 
Savio can barely walk, but he was just it was magnetic, man. Like the crowd just blew up. And then here comes the LWO. Uh, they draw Finn and Dominic out, and he gives them the whole wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because apparently uh, uh, Finn Balor, and uh, he talks about this in his interview with uh, Coltaholic, was a big fan of Quang. Big fan of the Quang character. Was it Crane or Quang that Savio did? I thought it was Crane. Was it Crane? Crane, the Crane character. He was a big fan of the Crane character that Savio did with the leg whip and the <clears throat> and all that stuff. So it was all really cool uh, that he got to do that with Finn and got to do it with uh, Dom. Drive them out of the way. Uh, Bad Bunny almost killed himself uh, doing uh, Slice Bread number two. Uh, but he's, you know, again, the dude I swear is like the Energizer Bunny or he's made of like elastic because he just jumps up after he does these things and he's all good. He's like, and I'm okay. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm okay. He's like Captain Man. I'm okay. Uh jumps up after that and then does the first of all, Michael Cole almost he almost messed that one up too. He almost calls slice bread number two the bunny destroyer. And that's not the bunny destroyer. It's the 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 Canadian destroyer is the bunny destroyer, which he did right after that uh, to finish the match. One, two, three. Bad Bunny defeats Damian Priest, and of course they have their bunnies can fly too. Bunnies can fly. Bunnies can fly. <laughs> <laughs> the you know they had a one, sign in the crowd. It was just crazy to me. One but, one thing that kind of stuck out to me was. Uh, the fact that Savio, when he was in the aisle and they were having that awkward like interaction between him and Dom and Finn, and it was just like that back and forth, they were kind of like, okay, what next? What next? What next? The crowd, again, that's why I picked the crowd as my moment because you're looking at that moment on camera and just me as somebody who's done video shooting and editing, and I'm just like, why are we going back and forth between these two entities? We're not seeing any other interaction, any other motions or movement that's drawing the crowd in. But when you listen to the crowd at that moment, the crowd is keeping you engaged despite the, the camera seeing just Savio standing there and then Finn and Dom just standing there and they're bouncing the camera back and forth. Just hearing the crowd's reaction to that interaction going on kept you engaged. The visual didn't do it for you. The audio did. And that's, again, why I picked the crowd as one of my favorite moments outside of that match. That crowd really was hot, and they kept everybody active and engaged and made it a much more fun experience. So, you know, that's great. And that's, in all honesty, that's a lot of what we're going to see at Money in the Bank. And a lot of what we're going to see at all in at Wembley because those crowds are like that as well. So it's going to be cool to see all that happen now. Now that we're done with the match, done talking about the PLE, let's talk about the match in general, see what we would rate it. Uh, Sloan, you know how we do this. Uh, since in honor of Carlito, we're going to use apples. So out of five, out of five apples, how would you rate this match from us? Four and a half apples. apples. Four and a half apples from you. Okay. Yeah. What so why what what was the half that's missing? Oh no, I just couldn't give it a five. Just five can't give it. I couldn't, even though I love Carlito, uh, I don't. I know who Savio Vega is, 
I never really watched him growing up. I remember him. Man, that's been like kind of. I remember him being kind of jobberish. So, he, like, I didn't get the whole Savio Vega thing. Don't don't do that, Jermaine. No, I, no, but I, I, I just re, I just remember him being kind of kind of uh, jobberish. So. Not allow that. That I'm sorry. That. My reaction was more about me realizing how old I really am and how long I've been watching wrestling compared to some people. That's it. Right. Well, well, how many you are. How many you, are you? You and um, Professor are in the same age bracket. I'm significantly younger than you all. And you know what? Moving on. <laughs> hey, Jermaine. easy on that. Significantly, I gave it a four point two five. Four point two five. And probably yeah, for just can't give it a five, right? It is. It, well, it, there were just a few things that were just kind of off as far as like timing, execution, and whatnot. As far as just a crisp, okay, all around five star apple, whatever you want to call it, match. I just couldn't give it a five, but it was very, very, very good. Very good as far as just uh, a mid card or a semi main. Event pay per view PLE match as, as you want to call it. Okay, Dad, how many apples would you give it? I'm gonna have to agree with Jermaine. I'm gonna go with the uh, four point two five four and a quarter apples. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I, I can understand that. It, it had it had everything everything about it was great. I mean, like you can't deny that, but it was just little things. There was just little things. And also, I feel like Bad Bunny uh, in previous matches, I mean, they're so hard to top him because he set his his bar so high so early, you know? like mm-hmm. That's what makes it hard. I understand that. Faith? I'm only going to give it a five because Carlito showed up. <laughs> <laughs> hey! I love, I love your honesty. I love Carlito. I'll, thank you for your honesty. At least she's at least she's honest, man. If Carlito hadn't shown up, it would have got a four. But since he showed up, I give it a five. Okay. <laughs> if Warlow had showed up, it would have been a two. Oh, I'd have gave it a five. I'd have gave it a ten if Warlow showed up. If Warlow showed up, she wouldn't have a chance to even rate it. Not, she are like, swimming in the milk. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a Warlow match and invite you back. Just, oh, she's swimming now. Lord Jesus, if you watch. She is doing the backstroke. Backstroke. <laughs> hey, she's doing a backstroke. She's doing a breaststroke. Freestyle. There's a there's a, there's a there with backstroke and milk that I can make right now, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, so... This Sorry. is a wholesome podcast, Professor. Get yourself together. It is a wholesome podcast. I didn't say it. All right, so... You, gotta you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm going to give it five apples, but not just because Carlito showed up, because I feel like this match really did have everything. I know that there were some uh, technical things about the match. Like, again, the sliced bread wasn't executed to perfection. Uh, there were some technical things as far as moves are concerned during the match that didn't like look as crisp as they could have. But I think that the purpose was still there and the intent was still there. And they got there, man. Like they got where they needed to get to. And they did it in a way that kept the crowd engaged the entire time. Uh, so 
five apples for me because it had everything that you would want as a wrestling fan in mm-hmm. this match. It had returns. It had surprises. It had great action. It had surprising performances. And uh, it had emotion there, man. And they ultimately, saw- ultimately, it made you feel Puerto Rican. And I learned the the Spanish word, chancla. Chancla. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Matt. Hey, shout out to Matt. Awesome. My kids are the inventor of chancla style. Dad, dad, don't let them. And if you say anything else, I got some other words for can you that I can't can say I just, on this wholesome podcast. Can I just bring up when Zelina got her hand on the chocolate and, and actually threw that at Rhea? Wait. How amazing <laughs> was that? My wife was sitting there on the couch cracking up. She was like, hey, that was pretty accurate. And that was a good that Michael Cole says, she brought out the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> hey. What a maneuver. Just, <laughs> oh, uh, my God. <laughs> Low key, that if 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 somebody else wouldn't have said something, I if I would have went last, that would have probably been my moment because that that I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of I was kind of emotional watching her just enjoy that moment with that crowd, and that's what really made me pick the crowd over just Zelina's moment right there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we were saying anything LWO we're not mentioning, so Zelina was just off the table for me at that point, but. Zelina, I t- I teared up. I was wa- my eyes were watering yeah. the entire match, all the way through it. I my eyes were watery. I'm doing the whole <laughs> like you know, <laughs> I cried. You are my wife watching it with me, and I'm like, shut up! I'm just watching the TV. You know? <laughs> I'm not crying. I got smoke in my eyes. Hey, oh, we should have deserved to be here anyway. Get her out of here. <laughs> her, I'm just, I'm glad, I'm glad I was watching it by myself. I'll just say that. Yeah. Like, people say Zelina didn't belong there. They're, they're crazy. That that moment was great. You you were kind of feeling the same way I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, apparently. Well, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. I just, I should have brought me like a bunch of cleaners. I just know something about that. It's, a, it's okay. When you have Whoa. a 17 year old kid that decides to blurp random stuff out, you get a couple spoilers. Thanks, son. I appreciate you. <laughs> Main, uh, how can people get up with you on social media? Man, this is right there in my name on the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, at the underscore Jermaine, that's J E R M A I N E, on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, you can find my work. Just I, I, I like to say this because my kids found this out and told me how cool I was. So just Google me. Just Google Jermaine Every. Oh, let's go. Wherever I write at, whatever I do, it'll just pull it up right there. That That's the Trump card right there. You're like, yeah, just Google me. You, that's you, it. Just Google me. Just Google me. Just give me the Google. check mark already. You'll find Dad, my stuff. Dad, Dad <laughs> thank you for coming on. Dad, thank you as well. Uh, how can people find you on the social? Uh, you can find myself and Don getting back to normal pretty soon on Morning Mayhem over on TikTok. Uh, myself, you can find me on uh, Instagram and TikTok um, with under Dad316. Um, also, fine-tuned wrestling over on YouTube. 
we're doing our own little journey now as well. And you could catch fine tuned wrestling, doing a couple new shows, including a, a, a debate show and some other ones coming, you know, wrestling debate show and some good, good comedy ones as well. So yeah. Yeah. On the lookout. Like the sound of that faith, Dawn, Dawn. I'm on, I'm on Instagram at Don LTH 45. I'm on Twitter at Don face 53. I'm on TikTok, half a 52. Of course, I'm with Fine Tune Wrestling with the crew. What? And uh, on TikTok, Faith <laughs> is watching. Oh, I stream oh. all the. I Every... stream raw. I stream <laughs> all the TV wrestling shows, including right. Impact and AEW, Correct. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and uh, premium live events. She's a busy girl. Yes. Yes. Nice. She the still don't nice. get enough credit. Been kicked off. <clears throat> Kudos to you on that because a lot of people get thank you. Get absolutely just kicked. Kudos to you. No, no. no he's banned. He's banned this week. We're gonna, we gonna talk about that in a second. Uh so <laughs> get a view on the sofa. Uh you can catch me on TikTok. Um please don't follow me on seven. Please, uh, you know, I'm just out here just trying to get to a thousand so I can be like Bernadette, thank you for the hat. Uh Jermaine, thank you, thank you for the thank you for the road runner. I, I'm just trying to be you guys. Yeah. Um Sweet Boys. Sucio Boys podcast every Tuesday, coffee with Rev every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh drink water, wash your butt, mind your business, speak up, speak out. Don't let anybody silence you. Um uh, child support is a choice once again. And um yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was not ready. I was not ready for that. <laughs> because where I come from it is not. Uh they're gonna they're gonna call them people on me. All right, so let's get into it. I've been banned from TikTok Live for a week. Uh I cannot you Hold on, hold on. You miscreant. Hold on. And I'm the bad guy on this podcast. Hold on. What did you do? I needed a little street cred. No, I have no idea what I did. Uh, TikTok just slapped a community guideline thing on me and said, yeah, you broke community guidelines. I said, what guidelines? They said, you broke them. Uh, So I am toast for a week. I will be back to our, my regular lives on TikTok starting Tuesday, May 16th. Uh, but in the meantime, gotta be Dominic Mysterio. And, he he me Dominic Mysterio one time, and now he's a hardened criminal. And I, I the, <laughs> you shaved in the joint. So it's but in the meantime, I will be going live on IG. Uh, same username at Mister Professor Three One Eight. I have started my Twitch channel now. I'll be going live there as well. Uh, at Mr. Professor 318 had my first Twitch stream tonight. Uh, so that will become a thing here once I get to the hang of like how to do the lives on Twitch and all of that and blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, just biding my time until I'm able to go live again on TikTok next week. Um, of course, you can go to uh, twincitydesigns.com slash be great and pick up the shirts. Uh, Sales. Let's, let's my 
microphone sales have uh, been doing great. And uh, I think everybody who's been purchasing the shirts, uh, the tank tops for the summer for men will be going live soon. The hats will be going live soon as well for those who would like to procure those. Uh, so we're just rocking and rolling uh, with uh, the We Rock Together tees. And uh, we'll have another design coming up here shortly. Of course, oh, uh, Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge premieres May 30th on NBC. Date of my episode is TBD. So uh, we do not know when that's going to be, but I would just suggest watching the entire series because every show is going to be amazing. Taking life, taking cars from your past and turning them into life-size Hot Wheels. It is just amazing. It is the coolest thing. Tuesday, May 30th on NBC, right after America's Got Talent. Uh, Make sure you check it out. It's going to be a fun show uh, for the entire family. And again, turning cars from your past into life-size Hot Wheels. Thank you to all of our guests. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Uh, Make sure that you check our past episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And also go check them out on YouTube as well. My YouTube channel. Everything is in my link tree. Go check it out. If nobody told you today, you're loved. You're appreciated. You're important. You're more than enough exactly as you are. And always remember to be great. Thank you guys so much. And uh, we'll see you next time on another great episode of The Payment Show. Bye. Bye.